Hi, I'm Shona. And I'm Craig. And this is London by Lockdown, a travel podcast about falling in love with the new city in strange times, remaining curious and open, enjoying everyday discoveries and making it work. When lockdown was announced, I'd been here four weeks. I'd been here eight months. So we're living on the other side of the planet in a new and strange city. And I've got no job, no friends and no networks. That was way back in March when lockdown was beginning and you'd been here a month. And uh, now it's early June. How much we've learned? 45 different ways to count out the 20 seconds it takes to wash your hands. How to cook celeriac. How long our flat is in footsteps. Which is much more useful than metres or feet. Today we're taking on one of the trickier challenges that we've faced during this time. Welcome to episode six, how to make a friend in lockdown. Now, Craig, I don't think this is too controversial, but is it fair to say you're a bit of a talker? Yes. So if you're at a party... Yeah, it normally takes me about three hours to say goodbye to everyone I've met before I leave. And even people that you haven't met, really. Yeah, that too. (laughs) I'm a little bit more shy. I find London a tough place to make friends compared to some of the other places I've lived. So how was that going before I came here then? I was making some headway. I'd met a lovely woman called Shakti at a writing workshop. And just as lockdown started, she sent me this really beautiful chat book that she did, which is also a fundraiser for domestic violence. So Shakti just seems like an all-round amazing human being. I was also really good mates with our old housemate, Alison. had big chats. And some of my friends from work had also invited both of us around for dinner just after you got here. Which we weren't able to go to. Yeah, we were thwarted. Thwarted, ambushed. Alley-ooped. That's that's not right. We were a bit concerned that lockdown would be really isolating for both of us, but particularly you. So we made a plan. We didn't really know how you make a friend in lockdown. There's no wiki for it. Today is your two-month anniversary of being in London. And one-month anniversary in being in lockdown. I think we had a couple of drinks, we had a bit of a brainstorm, and we'll come up with a list of five things for you to try. Okay, hit me with the list. The first one was create a WhatsApp group with the neighbours. Our landlord's given us the phone numbers of the two other people in the two other flats. The second one on the list, London Renters' Union. Do you want to explain that? I joined the London Renters' Union when I first got to London because I found the homelessness here just really intense and I I didn't really know what to do about it. It's a member-driven organisation that empowers people to defend their rights as renters. They're obviously really busy at the moment because some people are having to make terrible choices between food and rent. I thought I'd contact them, probably do some comm stuff. Three is emailing the Waltham Stories fellow. That's what we've written down. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a podcast coming out of Waltham Forest about people and networks and organisations in and around his local area, how they're dealing with lockdown and how they're supporting each other. And that was the borough that we used to live in. And you're just going to email him? Yep. Say hello. Next one on the list is joining the mutual aid whatsapp group for our area i thought i might check out some of the lewisham mutual aid groups and see if i can do anything and if i can be helpful what that might be 
the last one on the list is contacting old friends in London. Yeah, so when I said that I got to London and I had no friends, no networks and no job, I may have fudged the no friends one a little bit. Poetic license. There's three or four people who live in and around London who I know from Melbourne, actually living in Melbourne. Some of these people I haven't spoken to for 20 years, so it might be called a reconnect. Excellent. Let's see. We'll just check in, I know, in a week or two and see how you're going. So we thought it'd take about two weeks to do all this, but it took six. I have a theory about that. Okay, what is it? You're pretty happy-go-lucky. And while we feel really fortunate that we're not facing a lot of the hardship that other people are in lockdown, being on, in lockdown on top of being in a new city, on top of not having a job, it's still a lot. It makes it hard to put yourself out there. So you paced yourself. Yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds about right. In the end, how'd you go? Mission one, neighbours. Everybody needs good neighbours. So there was an incident here. <laughs> I ducked out to get the mail and then the door closed behind me and you were at the other end of the flat so you could not hear my knocking and yelling. So our upstairs neighbour found you stranded. I was stranded, in yes. In the hallway and very kindly called down from her back window so I could go out to the front of the house and let you in. You thought that was a good moment to strike. <laughs> to, to, to meet the neighbours. I set up the uh, WhatsApp group and we've just been keeping in touch about like domestic flat stuff. I also really want to meet the kids across the street. They put this huge stuffed dinosaur <laughs> and a stuffed Pikachu in their window and it just cheers me up yeah. every time I see it. They seem very cool. Mission two, mutual aid. I have joined the Telegraph Hill Notice Board Facebook group and our local mutual aid WhatsApp group. I feel like we need to do a whole episode on mutual aid. There's a really strong tradition in this area and mutual aid is kind of self-organising groups, often really local, and it's where people can ask for support and others can help them however they can, but it's not prescriptive. So any friend action on that front? I offered to help with a local youth arts project. Someone put a call out for artists. I don't know, because I haven't heard anything back. And one thing that I read in Deptford, which is about 10 minutes away, there's a squat called the Autonomous Pie and Mash Social Cafe. And it's run like a community centre to build connections between people. And they were trying to convert to become a mutual aid centre. And then I think they got raided and shut down again. Each time they're closed down, they move on somewhere else. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get a chance, though, to visit in the next reincarnation, wherever that happens. Mission three, London Renters Union. I've done some trainings and I've been on some Zoom meetings. I think what's really amazing is the London Renters Union. It's the most inclusive organisation I think I've come across and it really just lives that value of collective organising. I find that I'm learning a lot, just the way they deal with issues. People are telling harrowing stories of illegal evictions and rent debt. This is the pointy end of a long-standing problem. This is all happening at a time when their membership has doubled. And they were all built around face-to-face -face connections. Because there's so many active and engaged people coming together, you leave feeling hopeful. We watch them adjust to like Zoom and having like inclusive processes, knowing that not everyone can access the tech and yeah, they're just fantastic. Mission four, podcast and radio stuff. It sounds like the Waltham Stories fellow as we... <laughs> 
technically <laughs> described. Seems like he's really busy with mutual aid. So Waltham stories, it took a little time for them to get their two episodes out. That being said, each episode is all about the local area and the local organising. So it's actually pretty cool. And he did take the time out to get back to you and oh, say yeah, you like yeah, the show. Did. Yeah, yes, we did. <laughs> I did email him. That's right. That was the mission. We've also been getting into Hildhawk, which is a show on the Telegraph Hill digital radio station. And we feel like we're getting to know the community. And that's due to the hosts, Martha and Nick. They're like really warm. Um, we want to be friends with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Martha and Nick, we're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> we're going to be friends. Mission five, rebooting Friends. It was a bit like making new friends all over again. We're all almost strangers. I got in contact with my friend Nick. We're going to catch up sometime after lockdown because he's a bit out of London. Last week I had a big chat with Lisa and we're going to chat again. Like we've decided that we're going to make that a regular thing, which is kind of nice. That was a 20 year catch up. So after all that, did you make a friend? I did. Well, I think I did. Okay, walk us through it. So when we were putting together episode four, and I wanted to use the recording that I made of Jay Bernard last year. I needed to contact Jay for permission. To do that, I had to go through Speaking Volumes, which is this awesome organisation that its mission is to amplify underrepresented writers. I connected with a person named Shamila, and she's the one who put me in touch with Jay and then also publicised the New Cross episode through Speaking Volumes, media channels and that sort of thing. And I actually bought the book Afropean because she just oh, yes. was, yeah, yeah, was yeah. raving about it. So I think Speaking Volumes more broadly is just going to put us <laughs> on to some they, great they, stuff. They know what they're talking about. Last week, we had a bit of a chat about maybe collaborating once lockdown was over. Now, there's nothing concrete, but because Speaking Volumes is such an awesome organisation, I got a little bit excited about that. She introduced me to another writer and podcast, Mame Blue, who's a Londoner, and that podcast is called Headscarves and Carry On. So we've had a chat as well about just some stuff. How does it make you feel having a friend? I feel lighter for having spoken to some people outside. When you get to our age, you've had a lot of really deep, close friends for decades. Not everyone has to be your best friend right away. There's a different energy talking to people outside of the house. And also that someone takes the time just to communicate. Craig? Yeah, yes? Our London by Lockdown fact-checkers have reached out to Shamila. Oh, yes, and? She has confirmed that she is indeed your friend. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much, Shamila. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you enjoyed the show and that wherever you are, you're finding ways to be kind to yourself. We really love knowing that people are out there joining us on our adventures. And if you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook at Craig's Audio Works and on Twitter and Instagram at LDN by Lockdown. And you can hear the show, obviously, anywhere you can get podcasts. So join us for our next adventure. You should end with that, I reckon that's really good. That's good, yeah.
As always, awesome music by Unregistered Master Builder and Kester. Cheesy music from the 1960s and 1980s. Mission Impossible, Neighbours and the Golden Girls. Award-winning poet Jay Bernard has new workout with Speaking Volumes through their Your Local Arena series. Links to Speaking Volumes, London Renters Union, Mutual Aid, Hill Talk, Telegraph Hill Digital Radio and Mental Health Resources available in the show notes. Also check out the link to Mummy Blues podcast Headscarves and Carry-Ons and her book Bad Love through Jacaranda. Take care from London by Lockdown.